Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Are you serious? There are plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thanks for killing some time with us. This is an episode which features Colin Furs. Colin is a fucking kick-ass YouTuber. He builds amazing stuff. What kind of stuff? We'll get into that in the episode, but building cool things is a way of killing time. So we thought, hey, fuck it. Let's bring Colin Furs down to the show. Now... Before we press record, usually I I tell people that, you know, this isn't radio, this is a podcast. So, you know, in terms of language, you can swear as much as you want, Colin. If one comes out, then it's not an issue. It's not big and it's not clever, Colin. I don't know. I think sometimes... When there's a need for it, there's a need for it. But I always think like some of the best comedians are the ones that don't swear. Like, I always think Michael McIntyre's a really funny bloke and he does swear sometimes, but generally he goes out and he just makes fun of life things like that and he's funny where some comedians are just effing all the time and it's like whoa yeah don't you think it's like when a comedian that doesn't swear does swear it's, it's it got makes more it impact. more like yeah. same with old people you always don't expect old people to swear I mean like yeah. when I used to be a plumber and you go around like old folks houses and stuff and it'd be like oh do you want a cup of tea sort of thing they'd be all like real sweet and gentle and then they'd like stub their door on stub their toe on the door and they'd be like fucking door and you'd be like whoa <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's little old lady, like, like letches out with like yeah. a big F word, and you're like, oh, Christ. I didn't know. Did you had it in her? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly like that. So, yeah, more impact. Yeah. Plumbing days, though, that that must feel like ages away for you now, no? Yeah, it's, um, I still, it's weird because, like, as, as a plumber, if you ever used to go out anywhere, you you, you went for a pee in a restaurant, you, you, you'd sit there, like, you know, having a win, you'd be looking around at the pipes. Yeah. And you're thinking, around, oh, yeah, cold feed's coming around there, drop yeah. that down there, or like concealed cisterns. And you'd be thinking, oh, where's the access for the concealed cistern? I still do that. I still look at things and think, like, oh, you know, I wonder why they've done like that, or oh, that's a bit weird. But, um, I mean, I used to like the job. I've not got, uh, I don't, I don't miss the actual job of it, sort of thing. I'm not in my shed building inventions, think, oh, you know, quite a lot to go and whip a radiator on, or, you know, <laughs> do, do a nice little airing cupboard. But at the same time, if the, you know, the, what I do all come collapse into an end and I had to go back to it, it'd be fine. You know, it's, it's a good job. It's a good job. Yeah. And when somebody asks you now what you do, what exactly do you tell them? Well, it's a tricky question, you see, because sometimes, depending on where I am, I might still say I'm a plumber <laughs> because it's an acceptable job and people understand it. If you say you make YouTube videos, uh, it depends normally on the age of the person. Like the older older people don't 
they just don't get it. You know, you make YouTube videos. Oh, oh all right then. And so how, how do you make any money out of that then? And that, you know, you get all the obviously questions, you know, yeah. or you get, uh, uh, you know, money from advertising and stuff. And they're like, oh, I, I don't get it sort of thing. So sometimes you just need to say you're a plumber. But, um, but then, you know, if, if people ask me what title I give to myself, that's always really tricky because some people look at me and think, oh, it's a bit of a stunt man, does some quite daredevil stuff. Yeah. You know, some people class me as an inventor, but then I always think an inventor invents something to solve a problem where sometimes my things create problems. I think, you know, am I an inventor or am I just a creator? Uh, and then there's the whole thing that I'm doing at home, you know, and I've, I'm, you know, some people say, well, would you class yourself an engineer? And I go, well, I am engineering, but, you know, but am I an engineer? I don't know. I've not got any qualifications. So I fall into all these little brackets, a tiny little bit of each one is like what I do, but to sum it all up in one word and one sentence, it's kind of tricky. Mm. So, Yeah, because a lot of YouTubers nowadays i'm not disrespecting the people that view youtube like view what you want but there's a lot of youtubers that are like today i'm gonna play a computer game and you're gonna watch my reactions or today i'm gonna watch a video of someone's reactions and you're gonna watch my reactions whereas you don't do that on your youtube channel no you? i um, i i hold my head up quite high actually i think what you know the videos i make and the content i produce i think is is a very good it's good quality. Yeah. There a lot of time and effort goes in, and I'm not saying other people don't put a lot of time and effort in, but you know, it takes me a long time to physically create the things that I'm actually building, let alone make the YouTube video as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is good. But then you know, it's, that's that's what the internet's about, you know. And, and these people that do just play computer games and do yeah. reactions, they, you know, a lot of people watch them. Yeah. So a lot of people out there either must want to watch it or have got clearly nothing else better to do. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, it's like the guy that gets stuff out of boxes. I mean, who would have ever thought that you could make a career out of getting stuff out of boxes? Mm. But he does it in his own way. He puts his, you know, injects his personality, talks about things and stuff. So it's not just getting things out of boxes. And I think it's the same with all the other, the vlogs, the computer games. You, you, you're, you're watching it to see the other people's personality. And that's the same no matter what channel you're watching you are there for the personality of the of the channel in question exactly there's channels like you said people when i said people play games and people watch them play games there's channels where people might play stuff in slow motion there's channels where people unbox stuff what the hell goes on on your channel well my channel is uh, it's an amazing channel everybody <laughs> um i create i create uh, machines i create inventions yep. or, or i kind of realize dreams of an idea so on some videos i'll be making things go fast like i did the world's fastest mobility scooter i put like a posture engine on an old lady's bicycle so there's the kind of vehicle section drift trikes of various other bits and bobs and then i do my other things like inventions uh so i've got like a knife which kind of toasts bread as you cut it the toasting knife um there's jet powered kettles you know thermite kettles we've got like a remote control wheelie bin um, I'm trying to, I, it's weird, I, I forget what I've made half the time, there's so much stuff. Uh, Hoover powder, you know, Hoover shoes, there's a cake eating machine, all sorts of things like that. And then of course there's like the big idea videos, like there's a, I, I built an underground bunker in the back garden, so like yeah. completely dug the back garden up, built like a big steel box, like completely buried it over so like you can't see it from above, but you go into like the garden shed, go down some steps along a tunnel and it's like a massive room. And things like that. So you know, I I, I don't really pigeonhole myself into one particular category. You know, I don't just do vehicles. I don't just do vehicles. I tend to jump around from various different things. It keeps it interesting. If there's anything 
about my channel, you can never predict what the next video is going to be about. It's going to be some awesome stuff at yeah, the end of the fingers video. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers yeah, crossed. Whatever it is, it's entertaining and you'll like it. Yeah, that's right. And I can't believe you haven't got like a qualification in like engineering or something like that. Is, am I right? Did you? Yeah, no. I thought you were going to be like, oh yeah, well actually, you know, I've got a scholarship in the... <laughs> no, no just, just a plumbing qualification. But you know, last time I checked, there was no underground bunker section in the plumbing uh, or uh, thing. Was it a jet powered kettle? There was not, yeah. there was not that section in Didn't cover jet powered kettles. Uh, no un- underground monks and jet okay cool. no, no 360 swings no hover bikes swings. no no hover yeah, bikes, no flying no, section no. in the plumbing in the plumbing uh, nvq so if you didn't get that in your nvq if, if those modules weren't in the curriculum at the time how the hell did you learn to build shit like this it's it's literally just a case of having a go i mean if you watch my youtube if you if you were to scroll back to the beginning ones and watch them all in the order you can see me get better at building stuff as time goes on some of the earlier stuff was a bit cruder um and and things have generally progressed as i've got more confident at doing stuff you know you've seen other people do stuff picked up different tips and things like that um and it can be something as simple like you'll watch somebody else uh, somebody else's video where they're making something and it might be something like how they've marked the center of a circle or something you're like oh there's that tool there that does that i've been trying to guess that you know for the whole time or spin it around or do something so you just pick up these little things and you know over the course of the 10 years that i've been making and uploading these youtube videos i've just got better at it um but no no qualifications just bought the tools had a go broken a lot of stuff on the way of course because you know you can't get it right first time but that's all part of the fun of doing it so like literally trial and error. Yeah, totally. Totally trial and error. I mean, before my main hobby before I did this, I used to ride BMX and it's not too dissimilar. You've you got an idea for a trick or whatever, you just keep doing it until you until you can uh, perfect it. You know, you're going to fall off or whatever, just the same as some of the things that I build don't work, you know, or you know, things like my welding's got a lot neater. You yeah. look at my earlier welding, it was a bit bit splatty whereas now it looks like a nice stack of dimes <laughs> so you, you did a bit of bmx in yeah you like to bmx in a few places that most wouldn't know right what roofs yeah yeah get on the Wool- Woolworths back in the day when Woolworths was a thing you yeah. used to get on the roof yeah uh, which is it was good it was good for a video it was a nice backdrop because like stanford's in a on a bit of a hill so where Woolworths was if you filmed it low enough it you, all you could see was like church tops and things like that yeah. So, you know, that's kind of where I honed some of my video creating skills in the BMX days because we used to go out filming, filming ourselves. And then, I mean, editing's changed no end. We used to have two VCRs linked together with a SCART cable and we'd press play on one and record on another. And if there was a mistake in the middle of the video, it just stayed there. I mean, I remember the first time I got my Mac and you could import stuff digitally and, and move stuff around. It was just like, oh my God. Do you know what I mean? This is so much easier. It was a bit like when when I first bought a welder and no longer did I have to bolt everything together, I could actually weld bits of metal. It's like the weight that's been lifted off you and all of a sudden all the things that you couldn't do, you can now do. And yeah. it was like such a a relieving sense. I mean, it only lasts a few days and so you just take it for granted. Yeah, you used to, yeah. Weld that up. Yeah. yeah, weld that up. You don't think yeah. like, oh, that's weak. You couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you, you did mention something there. You've been doing this for like over 10 years because people might have just come across your channel in the last year or something oh wicked you've just come out of nowhere but you recently put a video on your youtube which showed some of your pre-youtube work as well and i feel like that's you were doing what you're doing now like you said well 
long ago. And like you said, maybe it was a little bit less refined. Refined, like there was a situation with a washing machine and a car. Yeah, and you kind of described what you used to do in your town when you got an old washing machine and a car. Do you want to like yeah, run through us with that? If you got any old white goods, you don't just simply put it out for the tip. You, nah. you go to a country lane yeah. and you just get someone's old car and just yeah. drive over it, <laughs> just constantly smash into it or do bits and bobs like that. I mean, I'm quite fortunate that where I live, I know a lot of farmers and bits and bobs, so we have got places that we can go and do this. I suppose yeah. if you lived in a city and started dragging washing machines out into the middle of your street driving over them the old 5 would be straight around there yeah I think I think there's a few things that you get away with that I to be fair I'm, I look at some of your videos I'm like how the heck do you get away with firing this and building that but you I reckon you've got really forgiving neighbours yeah the, the neighbours they're um, I mean I, I push the boundaries don't get me wrong but you know uh, I think they can appreciate the creativity in it which which kind of buys me a little bit of extra freedom. Mm. But at the same time, I'll, I'll try and do certain things when they're on holiday or away or if they know they're not in. Yeah. Like uh, like Sunday morning, like quite a lot of them go to church. So if they ever give up religion, <laughs> they would find out, <laughs> oh my God. Maybe that's how they go. <laughs> yes. You best off staying at church, people, because if you come home, you'll find out something else is going on in the back garden. Oh, so, but uh, but no, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, this, this happens, the more popular that you get at doing something, the more accepting socially you become. Yeah. Like 10 years ago, if you started messing around, doing some of the things I do now you, you know you'd be classed as like complete nutcase what you're doing you're terrorising the neighbourhood or whatever but now they know it's for YouTube it's going to get millions of views you know news sites might pick up on it they're, they're excited about it then mm. and it's like it's the same thing it's just because everyone else likes it you feel like you can like it as well and you won't be, you know you won't be slayed for that yeah so, which is a bizarre fact of life but it's well it's helping me out now so I'm not going to knock it yeah, I suppose if I was your neighbour, I'd expect a surprise every time I looked over my garden fence because there's always something going on in your backyard or underneath it, like you said. Um, this is going to be a bit of a, a hard question for you, I reckon. Yeah. What do you think is your proudest build to date? It's tricky. I guess always like, wait, what's your favourite one? Yeah. And there's a few, there's a few different ones that have done different things for me if you know what I mean like so I'll look at certain builds like the world's fastest mobility scooter was like the one that really cracked the media it was like in every newspaper it you know it got me on like a few little tv shows and stuff like that so it kind of it brought a lot of extra audience to me in a different way um and it was one of my favorite world records so I like that for that but then you kind of look at like the jet bicycle which is like my most viewed video and and you think oh that's pretty cool that was really dangerous it's really noisy it was like you know completely mashed together with from junk and bits and bobs but then this thing's like the bunker that was like uh, a project which was kind of like we used to build underground dens when we was kids i used to live next door to a quarry we used to sort of dig hole and then you you know make a little pallet box sort of thing and then kind of cover it over with mud so it's basically the adult version of something i used to do as a kid and it was just so huge and it's you know i go down there you know pretty much every day now anyway because my mate uses it for band practice and stuff so that's like one of those really awesome projects, which is, oh, that's that's cool. How do you top that sort of thing? So that's got, you know, I like that for the reason the hover bike is like was just an absolutely barking mad idea, which I, I no idea if it was going to work or not. But luckily enough, 
gambling with Ford's money on that one I said to him remember <laughs> when they rang up I said oh Colin we want you to make a really crazy vehicle and I was like I've got this idea we'll strap these two things together which in theory should lift my whole body weight up let's do that and see if it flies you know but if it doesn't you spent a load of money on some hover, you know, on some propellers and stuff. It might not work, and they, you know, but they went along with it, so and it was good. It paid off, though. You know, big, big video. Yeah, and it and it did actually work. It did. It got off the ground. It was hard to control, but it did. It did. You know, function. Yeah. Uh, you know, it did hover, and it was a bike, so it did what it says on the tin. And, and you know, from somebody making something in their garage, I don't think I did too bad, really. No, you did all right. You did so, all right. Yeah, I did and, all right. And to be fair, what I like about your brandy content is that you're like, yeah, it's brandy content, but it doesn't, it's not like it really changes the greatness of the content. No. Video. It's not like, oh, for fuck's sake, he's talking about Two-Face. No, you're like making something to do with the product, so it still makes it a cool video to watch. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the key thing with branded content is don't, don't make a video that you wouldn't normally make. Yeah. Basically, make the video that you can make using their money nearly sort yeah. of thing because they're putting a lot more budget into it and it's just you know it's so it's just turning what you do up up you know even more because you've got a bit more funds to play with and i think most people i mean the the bunker one was sponsored by sky uh, it was about a program about the end of the world nobody there was not one comment going oh sponsored videos everyone's just like this is awesome i want one of these in my back garden yeah. same with the hoverbike sponsored by ford Nobody was like, oh, Ford, you know, whatever. It was just like, this is awesome. Yeah. And that's 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 the thing. It's just, you know, just make cool stuff like you normally would, but, you know, someone else is paying for it. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And something else has come along that made me think that you should be a, maybe a presenter on the show that, that uh, it's called Top Gear. Because <laughs> you're into your motory kind of stuff. You mess with motors a lot, I guess. Um, I do, I do. Um, funny, well, I'm not... I've just I'm doing a project with them at the moment actually. Video came out yesterday where I'm uh, I'm building a a vehicle for the Stig uh, to drive and I'm souping up a Dodgem. So I'm putting a 600 cc sports bike engine in a in a Dodgem car. And how's yeah. that going so far? Oh, it's it's going well. I can tell you the uh, results are good. So yeah. I feel like that's not the first time you're gonna. Well, that's not the last time you're gonna end up being on Top Gear after you've. Uh, who who knows? I, I who knows? So. I reckon I reckon after the Stig's had a go on this beast that you're currently creating oh it's a beast oh man it, 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 it looks it looks crazy i mean what was that what was that build like for you by the way what the dodger yeah um i mean it's this is quite good really because i mean it's it's kind of similar to what i've done you know i made the fast mobility scooter i've put engines in small things i've put an engine in a horse like a little a not, little plastic wait, horse not, not an actual light yeah plastic yeah, i was gonna plastic. say the I, I, word, I, there's I plastic fill that yeah, in quickly yeah um, and stuff like that. So I'm, you know, I thought ah, it's it's kind of similar to that, but because I went so big with the engine, yeah, because I thought right, you're not just going to put like a little, you know, uh, two stroke motocross bike engine or anything like that. And I mm. thought no, this wants to be something you got to tame, yeah, because mm. this is a tame racing driver, isn't it? This thing. Mm. I thought I'm going to give him a, a machine that he's yeah. going to look at and think, whoa, this thing's lethal. Mm. So sounds awesome as well. It's got yeah. no cams on it. It's just barks. Oh, it barks. <sighs> So, but no, yeah. it's good. Managed to get it in. Didn't put anything around the outside because there was a few comments on the first video. Like, oh, why didn't you put the put the wheels on the outside? It'd be more stable. I'm like, yeah, it would be more stable, but it wouldn't look like a Dodger. Mm. So I want it to look like you've just stole it off the fair ride. <laughs> so, so you can build hover bikes, uh, tornadoes, firework tornadoes, souped up Dodgems. You've got no real professional training you've taught yourself 
I actually spoke to somebody who by chance yeah. was working with you on some branded content. We won't mention them. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I, was, I was like... You could do. I, I've not fell out of anybody. No, 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 no. I just, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned... Yeah, um, no, I won't do it. But I mentioned how, your working process. I was just like, he makes some cool stuff. How do you know what he's going to come out with? And they mentioned a napkin arriving with some drawing on it. Yeah. And it got me thinking, what's your actual process of putting stuff together? Because I thought he's going to have rulers, this, that, da 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 yeah, you know. I, get, I mean, because I get a lot of people ask for like the blue. Oh, you got the yeah. blueprints for that. Yeah. I'm like, where there, the, where there the schematics? There's, yeah. there's nothing. There's not, you know, there's no CAD. Some people, go, oh yeah, do you work it all out on CAD first? I'm like, no, computers don't come anywhere near the process whatsoever because it would take me as long to draw it on the computer that it would be actually to make the thing. <laughs> um, so most of the time, I might do a couple of little scribbles on a pad. Like if I need to work out. Like if there's like a lever system or something like that, how's it all gonna work? I did this uh, these arm-mounted rocket launchers. So like you flick a switch and these little tubes like pop out and you fire like fireworks out of them. So just to work out how that was gonna work, I just did a little rough drawing and I got some like lollipop sticks and just pushed some nails through them, just to think, yeah, yeah, that'll work. And it's literally just simple things like that. So I can't, you know, if somebody asks for the blueprints, take a photo of some lollipop stick. <laughs> hey, <I'm> mate, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I did. Good luck. <laughs> uh, so like, I can't, I can't believe. So you, just, you, you literally just, you just what's begin. in your mind. You just, you just go. Yeah, you it. just have to begin. I mean, it's it's the same with anything. Like, take the take the dodgem, like I did. Uh, you've got this. You know that everything has to fit within the shell of the dodgem and the, and within the tire. So the first thing is right. Take the tire off. Let's make you know the base of the tire because that's the absolute widest. Nothing can go out of that. So you kind of you kind of do that. You sit that on the floor. And then you're right. I need a back wheels. I need some front wheels. And you kind of place them roughly where you want. And then you just quite clamp them with the clamps. I think, right, so that's going to sit there. The front steering system, I looked at it and thought, that looks terrible. But I can't dwell on it at the moment because I need to work out where other bits are. Yeah. And you, so you just start stuff. And you might have to go back a couple of, you know, like you might advance further on and think, well, actually, there's more room to do this than I thought there was because that's managed to go further back and whatever and then you can adjust it afterwards but if you stand there staring at it or trying to measure it and work it out sometimes it takes just as long and it's it's easier to see problems when there's something physically kind of assembled in front of it you you know you can look at things slightly differently you can think ah I was going to do it like this but maybe we won't bother with that now we'll just shove that right up there and then we can put it on the other side or something like that so it's a fluid thing yeah and when I watch a video, obviously your videos are only a few minutes long at a time. Mm. So it makes me feel like you put it together in a few minutes. How long do your builds take? They they take a while. I mean, people, some people moan like, oh, I've got to wait a week for the next part. And I'm like, yeah, but what you've just seen may have took me two weeks to make. Um, and it's not just what you're seeing made as well, because obviously I'm filming it and editing it and making the video as well. So that's that's that takes time. So it's just such a laborious process uh, that they it, there it, it has it does take a long time. You might get lucky and make something which you can slap together in a day, mm. but some of the you know the bigger ones. I mean, like the bunker was like two months yeah, to do that a, from start to one, finish. Yeah. The, the hover by I think was about a month and a half, two months, just trying to make it. it was the first version of it didn't even get off the ground; it was too heavy. Mm. So I have to like, ch- I have to keep chopping bits off it because it just wouldn't even lift off. <laughs> so. Because you can't kind of go and belt and brace it. Because you can't think, right, we need to make something that's stable, sturdy. Mm. And if it, like, you know, was to f- flip or anything or crash onto the ground, it'd be fine. 
all that got chopped off. So yeah. he couldn't have any of that on it. He had to go because he wouldn't get off the floor. I'm not going to lie. Watching that video, you look like you're a slip away from just like falling to some sort of evil villain's death at the end of a film, like a diehard film or something like I, that. I, I, I suppose I do. I You know, I tend to do things on a knife edge. Yeah. You are on the edge of potential disaster. Maybe, maybe. you're here still. But you yeah, yeah, were doing yeah, all right. Yeah, made it here, didn't I? Yeah, the, the cab ride here, to be fair, has made me feel sicker than anything I've ever built. Yeah, so you, you're not you're not a good passenger. Not, not a good passenger. <laughs> not a good passenger. No, they said, oh, we'll, we'll get a cab here. And I didn't think anything of it, really. Didn't really, you know, know how long a journey it is. And like, halfway through the journey, like, Crean is looking at me, are you all right? And I'm like, yep, I'm all right. Just keep going. Well, is it the speed bumps or is it just being in the back of a car? Because, you know, London, there's loads of speed bumps. Uh, it's a bit of both. I think it's as well, I'm a control freak. Yeah. I like to, you know, I like to, I've got this saying, well, I have mean, mate, I like to hold the chips. I used to go, I used to go to this chip shop when I was younger, this old girl, Kylie, love, lovely, lovely girl, mm. and we bought this massive bag of chips, and even if she bought them, I still wanted to hold them, so, because I felt like I had more control, and it's not like I wouldn't share them, they're her chips, yeah. you can have them, yeah, we'd share them sort of thing, but I always had to hold the chips. Okay, so. And do you think that's maybe the beginnings of, of what put you in, in this direction in life, holding the chips? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it was. You've got, you know, you've got to go out and do stuff, haven't you? Yeah. So, you know, so holding the chips is all part of that. So How about now? No, do I'm you not... still hold the chips? Oh, yeah, totally. Right. I'm, I'm a shepherd. I'm not a sheep. <laughs> that's the other saying, <laughs> eh? There's some people in life just follow the way. They're sheep. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm a shepherd. Yeah, a shepherd who's, who's not... I don't feel like you have a sense of fear. Do you no, have I'm a like... sense of fear? Yeah, there there are certain. I suppose my my line of risk is a little bit more than some other people's. I mean, like take the three sixty swing for instance. Everyone looks at that and going, "Oh my god, I can't believe you did that." You have no straps on it, but but what they don't see, I suppose, is the first time I ever got on it, and it's kind of like, I mean, the swing's a good one because you don't just have to get on it and go all the way over. You can you can build up to it. You know, you're in kind of in control of how much swinging you give it, and so the first version didn't have any straps because I was only going to go a little bit just to get a bit of a feel for it. And then I realised I can hold on to this quite well as I am and just nip it with my knees. And I'd like give it a bit of a push, gone round to, you know, if it was a clock face, around to like half 10, 11 o'clock. And I was thinking, well, surely this is the worst stage that it could be on because I'm kind of getting pulled to the side and upside down. And then on the next one, I just give it a bit more and over I went. And then once you've done it once, you're like, ah, this is fine, don't need any straps on this. And that's it. Whereas, of course, when you see the video, you just see me get on and just go, whoa, straight over the top. You're like, whoa. Yeah. Guy's a knob. What's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I felt, I've, I was like, my tummy was turning when I watched that. I mean, would you say that's one of the scariest things you've done? Um, When we put the the paramotor engine on it so it was powered that that was pretty stupid because even at tick over it accelerated you so the only way you could even begin to slow down was to switch it off but it got going quite fast so the concentration that i had to have to lift to put my finger on the kill switch was like it was weird it was a moment like oh no i mean luckily enough it didn't have much petrol in it so it would probably run out of petrol but if it started accelerating too much there's no way i'd be able to hang on i'd have ended up getting flung off it so you know that was a bit that was a bit risky (laughs) yeah sounds like it i mean it seems like something that you need someone on the ground to just sort of check you're right i mean have you got a team of people that help you with stuff because you're starting to build very big things yeah i've got my mate rick who comes and who comes and helps me because uh, some things obviously clearly one person can't put up themselves it's a two it's a two-handled job a uh, two-handled two-man two 
two person two job. portion of chip job that's yeah, what two, it is. yeah two there's two chi- there's two bags of chips two bags to hold. of chips to hold yeah um so yeah so he, he he comes and helps me but i mean he's he i suppose you know he does a bit of the building and stuff like that but it is mostly it's mostly just me if you know what i mean so but uh but you know he's a he's a very useful person it's all good thank, thank you very much rick. thank you rick thanks yeah cheers rick cheers rick appreciate that um but what rick also does is in the earlier days i just used to use one band's music for my videos and he's the writer of the music and he's also in the band that uses the bunker for band practice really yeah wilbur project he's in which is kind of like a uh, like a rock and rock and roll bluesy sort of band uh which is quite good so it's only their music that you use in your videos no, not just. I oh, mean, that oh, was back in the oh, day. Whereas the day, now, yeah. of course, I'm producing more videos and they can produce songs. So yeah. I've had to, I've had to diversify oh. and use other people's. But uh, I don't know. For the first six years, it was purely just March the Grave music that, that he's the, uh, he's the songwriter in as well. Cool, so, cool. It's all well, good to get, get on it, mate. More tunes, the hits. Think of the hit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you feel like you can't build? Um, a Starship Enterprise, obviously, you know, that's way crazy, but a feasible thing that you think you, you know, might be. I'm not, I'm not massively good with electronics. So if you ever need anything that needs any like computery stuff in it, I'm always like, oh, that, that never works, does it? It always breaks. And things, so I tend to keep things to be in a, a mechanical base. But I don't look at anything and think I can't build that. I always think there's a time when that will be right to build, right. sort of thing. Like you know, like I said, as you get more and more confident, if you'd have asked me to build a hover bike six years ago, I'd have just been like, oh, I can't do that, yeah. sort of thing. Whereas you know, in reality, you can. You just need to build up to it. So it's a right time to build everything. Yeah. And is there? A project that you'd really like to get your teeth into, but you think maybe you'd need like a a bit of backing from a brand. Like, is there? Yeah, backyard roller coaster. Oh. I need we need big dollar for that, and we need the neighbours to move. <laughs> so, so once once the na- <laughs> once the neighbours have gone, <laughs> or more church, more yeah, church, services. more church, yeah, more church. 
Um, yeah, so we need to either buy all the houses that surround me or do it somewhere else, which mm. is not it's not a backyard roller coaster then, though, is it? That's the thing. But yeah, that would be awesome. So it's on the list, but there's just the circumstances of the stars. The stars haven't aligned for it quite yet. Mm. A roller coaster. Yeah. But it's a roller coaster like you'll have never been on before. I'm not going to go into too much detail. I don't want to give away the secrets of this roller coaster. But it's already planned in my head. But there are, there are elements of this roller coaster that will make Owen Towers shit themselves. Because, I mean, they've had some issues already anyway, haven't they? <laughs> they uh, I mean, those, those sort of issues could come with the territory on what I'm thinking. I'm going to say them. <laughs> I mean, we won't say any more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to say, would you ever go first? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, well, yeah. to be fair, like a lot of my things, mostly it's only me that have ever been on them. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there's not a queue of people jumping to have a go on the hover bike and and the jet carts and stuff you know like sometimes so we'll be out and i like say to me mate oh do you want to go on it no nah, i'll be all right yeah, yeah, yeah so i'll just i'll just film it i'll, just just film film it. I'll, let, you have, I'll let you have a go yeah, yeah. It, it looks really fun just yeah. not for yeah. me today no, yeah, it's, it's all right i'll like, hold the chips i'll hold yeah. the chips yeah, yeah so the 360 swing like rick had a bit of a go on it and he got to about nine o'clock and he's like yeah nah, that that'll do i've just got halfway carl the drone the guy that does some of my drone filming he he nearly did it he nearly went all the way over in fact to be fair he did it, he, you know, he got up to about like half 10, 11 o'clock. I was like, you may as well just do it now. But I think his arms were a bit tired. He was like, I'll come back and do it another day. But then it got, I got took it down then. So he never got, he never got his second chance. Yeah, I was going to say like, what's the lifespan of stuff when you built it? Because I see a lot of the backyard that you use and then there's a lot of stuff that goes in it. So once it's made, if I made something a quarter of the size or yeah. a quarter as complex, I would never take it apart. Oh, I, I, I would mean, leave it there. I would have loved to have kept it up. The 360 swing, I would have loved to keep up, but uh, it was a pain to mow the lawn round, which was a bit of a nightmare. And plus, you know, I don't think the neighbours appreciated it as much as I did. It was nice at night. It had all like lights and everything all over. It all lit up like a, uh, what would you call it, like a little fair ride. It looked pretty awesome. Mm. And then, you know, so I took that down. It was like, oh, brilliant, that's gone. Two months later, Star Wars at at. <laughs> so... That was wicked. Like, can we talk through how you made that? Because that that was a big. That yeah, was a big that was a, that was one of these projects that you know you you get presented. Oh, can you try and build like a massive eighty uh, eighty or whatever you want to call them from Star Wars? And you think, oh yeah, that'd be awesome. And you do worry because, like, especially with Star Wars fans, they're very, you know, all the little details matter to those people, sort of thing. You know, they look, you know, they buy all the figures, they know everything. So I'm thinking, as well as getting the proportions and the size impressive, we've got to make sure it looks as much as possible like the ones that they see in the film or the toy versions so all the little side hatches the blocks and stuff like that we tried to mimic them as much as possible within the time we had and the, the i knew we'd done it well is when i held the toy version up which is the one that we'd measured to get all the dimensions up and i held it up in like kind of in the foreground and took a photo and the two like nearly kind of looked like identical next to each other and i thought yeah that's good you've you've done a good job of that first yeah. Have yeah. a pat on the back. Yeah. Pat on the back and a pint and a pover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it looks really impressive on the inside and outside as well. So it's like you've not just got a knack for making stuff. Yeah. You actually can make it look good as well. Like I'm not disrespecting the stuff you've done in the past, but, you know, when you've put, for example, a, a motorbike or, or an engine in a horse, you know, <laughs> it's a little bit rough around the engines. What do you expect from an engine in a horse? But you're kind of like... I wouldn't say you've got that desi- that that architecture that design element to you but well, you, actually, you know what I'm saying that it, it, it looks pretty good 
It's all it part really accurate. Yeah, the sh- the show is just as important as as the construction. Really, right, it's yeah. got a it's got to look. You know, it's got to look good. Sometimes when you build stuff, you'll add little lights and flashy bits just to try and kind of make it a little bit more dramatic or whatever. And uh, so, yeah, whenever I, I make stuff, I always try and think, you know, what else can we add to this? Mm. Yeah, give it a bit of jazz. So you're working on finish now. I think that finish is is you're perfecting the finish on your. Yeah, on your the work. finish is important. I mean, some people are only interested in the mechanics and mm. how things work. Yeah, but then I think you know, for the, for it to have the complete package, you've got to you've got to include that that finish, and those little you know, like I made a a, a rocket a firework rocket launcher, which kind of sits on your shoulder, a bit like an RPG sort of thing. And you kind of, you know, you're making the video and you think, oh, this is all very well. You're firing rockets off your shoulder. It looks pretty cool. But what's, you know, what what else can I do to make this seem more fun? So I tied my socks to the rocket so I can fire the rocket off and it took my socks off. So it's like little stupid things like that that just, that could just make the video that little bit better. Because mm. it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, rocket launcher, really cool. But then you take your socks off and it's like, that's hilarious. Yeah. So I yeah. always try and, you know, think of little tiny things to do with certain projects that just... You know, kind of just make them a little bit more entertaining or a bit better. Yeah, and the the, the little tiny touches definitely do make it funny. So in your house, yeah, because there's a lot of wild stuff going on outside your house. Oh, what about who's inside? to say there's no wild yeah, stuff yeah, going yeah, on yeah, inside yeah, the yeah. house? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, so <laughs> <laughs> how about inside your house? Like, is there is is there loads of stuff going on? Um. It's, With regards it, to you building, it's quite it's, it's reasonably normal actually. I mean, there's there's a couple of bits of furniture which I've made myself. The coffee table is made from the engine block th- that was in my truck, right. and I've got like a massive mirror which is made out of the uh, turbine blades of a jet engine. But the actual house itself is it's a pretty normal house. Um, the only thing I suppose it has got now is got I've got the unique doorbell system because when I'm in the shed amount of parcels that i was missing was just ridiculous because you shut the doors and stuff you can't hear the doorbell so i've made a doorbell system where basically there's there's three extra doorbells on the house so there's like a special one from the house one for the shed and then one for the bunker as well all works it's a proper working thing i've got an air horn in the shed the bunker's got like a fire alarm and a machine gun that goes off and then the one in the house is like you know the little springs yeah. that sit behind the back of the door to stop you knocking the the uh, the door on the skirting board. It's got like a row of them and a little thing that flicks around and bang 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 bang, bang and because it's quite irritating. But you know, it makes you answer the door, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's all good. So yeah. So other than that, the house is pretty. It's pretty standard. Sometimes when you get like film people that come around to give you an interview, they're always like, "Oh yeah, your house, house really nice." I'm like, well, "What do you think it's gonna be like? <laughs> a sh- shit hole or whatever?" With like you know. Bits of oh, I thought there'd be like you know old engine in the bath or something yeah, or like, yeah. you know something in the kitchen but I'm like no you know it's not just me that lives here you know got the missus and the kids and stuff so yeah. do you want to get the kids into doing what you're doing um I if, if they get into it they get into it. I shan't push them into it because I know some parents can be like you know I do this so therefore you will do it and you will be better and they kind of live or they'll try and get them to do something that they could never do you know, kind of live live your life through Quite your kids sort of, yeah. yeah but um but i mean i think jake's he's showing signs of being interested in stuff uh he comes in the shed he's got his own little workbench thing in the corner which you know, every now and again he, sh- he kind of shows an interest in he's a little bit young at the moment but no if they uh if they want to get involved they can get involved yeah gosh learning from such young age i can only imagine what jake's going to be oh, doing once he's old enough that he can ride and drive stuff 
I mean, yeah. Christ, he's got some toys to inherit, isn't he? Yeah, he has. And he's got some welders. He's got some machinery. Yeah, oh, like, you have some serious kit, though. Yeah, we've got, you? got you know, TIG welders, plasma cutters, big lathes. The mill's not very good, but, you know, I'll replace it one day. And stuff like that. But no, it's got all that shed. Because I, I weren't really allowed... My dad used to have a big shed, but I weren't allowed in it, really. I mean, he used to have his little bit where he used to sit there reading his newspaper. And there was a bit in the back. And I was like, come on, you know, can we clear this bit out in the back? And he was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's full of all my stuff. There's no room. And then uh, when he passed away, I got in there. I was like, it was full of crap. <laughs> so, I mean, just a simple... Just some of the sorting methods he used were questionable. You'd have, like, something the size of a bag of Maltesers in something the size of a huge Rice Krispies box or something. And you think if you just put stuff in boxes the size of the item, we could reduce this whole pile down yeah. to something, you know, which yeah. was just got to put it in a drawer. Yeah. Uh, but there we are. Maybe just maybe it was just his his space and he didn't want Colin in it. No, my yeah. dad's like that as well. He'll put stuff in a box and then put the box in a box and then the box will go in another box and yeah. it'll carry on. Like Russian dolls of yeah. boxes. Russian and in, dolls and inside of boxes. all the boxes, there's literally like a screw. Yeah crazy um so you must have a lot of stuff on your mind when it comes to oh i wouldn't mind building that wouldn't mind building that like you've already told us about a roller coaster yeah can you tell us about anything that you'd like to do in the next sort of six months year like what have you got on the horizon or what are you kind of thinking a little bit about there are various things going on i can't say too much about some of them yet you're about a week or two too early Potentially. Uh, other than that, I mean, obviously we've got the old got the old Dodgem project going along with Top Gear at the moment. Mm-hmm. Very nice. There's uh, we've got a couple of little smaller inventions coming up after that, and then after that, well, I mean, there's a list. I've got like a bit of a list which I've got at home, which is like, yeah, I think I'll have a go at that one there. Mm. So various bits and bobs, but I don't know. I like to keep it as a surprise because you know, like, everyone nowadays is you know put like, social media and everything. It's all like, we want all the background information. We want to know everything. This And I think it takes some of the uh, surprise out of a lot of stuff. Because if, like, say if I documented, like, loads of pictures of the Dodgem build and put it all out there before the first video, you kind of feel like, well, where's the, where's the, you know, why would you want to watch that video? I've already seen loads of bits. Oh, I've seen a picture of this, of the, you know, like, miles down the line. And then I've, sometimes people think, oh, I'll just watch the last one when it's finished. Sort of thing. So I tend to like to keep things, you know, a little bit secretive. So nobody knows what's coming on Colin Fur's channel. Oh. It's just going to bang, it hits you. And you're like, whoa, jet power toilet, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> a little bit of a tease. Yeah. Just yeah. keep, you know, keep it in suspense. Don't give it all away. Yeah. It's yeah. nice to be able to keep, you know, remain a little bit secret. Don't yeah. just tell everybody everything. All right. I'll learn from that. Thank you very yeah. much. So when you're not building kick-ass shit. All right. How do you like to kill a little bit of time? Um, well, what do I do? It's crazy because this used to be my hobby. So, if I weren't, yeah, I'll go do a bit of plumbing. <laughs> I'll, I'll go and change the taps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so obviously, you know, when I used to go to work being a plumber, I'd come home, have my tea, and then go and build something, build some kick ass shit in the shed, wouldn't yeah, I? Yeah. Whereas now I do that all day. Uh, I mean, to be fair, you, running. Uh, running the YouTube channel like I do is is pretty full on. Yeah. So if, you know you tend to build stuff and film it during the day, and then you have your tea, talk talk to your children and stuff like that, and then you do a bit of editing and, and bits and bobs. If I'm not doing that, I used to like going like uh, motocross riding, like green laning and stuff, but that's getting harder and harder because it's just we're not the country that accepts 
people ragging motorbikes around the countryside willy-nilly anymore so that's kind of got a bit more difficult uh you know i like watching films and bits and bobs like that but that's kind of just like relaxation rubbish really yeah. taking the car for missus went on a went on holiday she went on a cruise for two weeks not so long ago so i had the whole house myself it was amazing i tidied up the night she left yeah. and it stayed tidy for yeah. the whole two weeks but, she took the kids as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Christ, yeah. Can't leave me with them. They'd be, they'd be dead. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be malnourished or I'd have nailed them to the wall. So, <laughs> so I can't cope with two. I can look after one. Yeah. But whenever she goes, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to a cafe with my mates. I'm leaving you with both of them. I, like, I look as white as I did when I got here after getting out of the taxi drive from feeling sick. I'm just like, no, you can't leave me with both of them. I can't cope with two of them. So, but... um. I can't remember what we're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'd lose, I, do you know what I mean? I'd take the car for a spin. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah, let's go for a burn in the car. I'll go, mm. you know, belt around, do things like that. Uh, bits and bobs. Yeah, but I mean, I just, I enjoy what I'm doing. You know, my pastime used to be making and fiddling around with stuff. And, and, and that's what I'll do. You know, I'll, I'll spend time on the internet kind of looking at seeing what other people are doing and, you know, getting ideas for stuff like that. And bits and bobs. Just trying to switch off from it all, really. It's, mm. you know, it's, it, it, keeps your mind really active you know thinking of all these things and just sometimes if something's not working right you can lay in bed at night just thinking of something in your head you know where am i going to get that to fit in there and stuff you'll be you know you sometimes it's better to just go and in, in, back into the workshop and try and fix it because you can't sleep thinking about it so so is that you do a couple of midnight working sessions yeah i've been in there i think the, the latest i've ever been in there to is three in the morning and that's actually on film there's uh i made a thermite launcher where it was like this uh, machine which launched shells of thermite. And on the second build video, where I actually finish building it, and I'm saying to the camera right now, it's all finished now, I just got to, you know, take it all polished to bits. It was three o'clock in the morning when I was filming that because I had to get, I wanted to get a load of bits anodized, but the lead time for the anodizing was like a week and they had to have them on like Tuesday mornings or else it'd be mm. on the following week. And I was like, no, I've got to get it done before that. So I thought, I have to finish this thing tonight. Um, so it was like belting along till three in the morning, and I look, I watch back now, and I think you did well to string a sentence together that late at night because you know it's like when you get tired, you can't speak properly, can you? Yeah. you just end up messing your words up and talking absolute nonsense. So yeah. I was quite pleased with that. And what do, what do the neighbours think of that three AM? Ah, your shed's insulated. It's pretty good. Oh, is that good? You got it soundproof? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty soundproof. Right, yeah, I mean, like really grind right. The really big grinder, you can kind of hear a little bit, but um, but they would never hear that in their bedroom. Oh, that's all right. Now, excuse me for sounding stupid, but what's anodizing? Anodizing is like a, a process to like color, you like cu- it, it, it colors and it also hardens aluminium. Right. So if you ever seen anything aluminium, uh, a bit like kind of like the old iPods used to have like an anodized look to them. You know, like that kind of shiny metallicy blue, pink, right, things right. like that. You can do you can do it with black as well. Um, but it's so it's basically like a, a posh way of painting aluminium. Okay. And that was on the thermite launcher. It was on the thermite launcher. What is thermite? Thermite. I feel so stupid. Ah, thermite. Wait, oh, we're in a room with a couple other people. Do you know what thermite is? Ish. He should we've got, do. We've got some issues. James should. Well, he should know a little bit what it is if he's watched the video. I, I know that. I know that it's hot. Oh, it gets. Yeah, really I know it gets hot. very hot. That's all. Like, but I was yeah. like thermite. I got to ask Colin. It's basically here. rust and aluminium powder. So right. you. Uh, you get the you can buy it like the stuff out of an etch sketch that's aluminium powder so if you just you literally go on ebay so kids no <laughs> no it's honestly it's not yeah. it's not a restricted substance right, right, so right. you can you can make it at home it's not legal really yeah 
Um, it's fine aluminium mesh, as they call it. Real right. fine stuff. There's yeah. different, very, uh, like, grits or whatever, which is the finer the better. And then the iron oxide. I can't remember what the blooming chemical code for it is. Uh, and then you just mix it together in a certain ratio. Can't remember what that is, neither. I have to look it up. But, you know, it's not... Oh, you just Google it. Yeah. Thermite ratio. It'll be there. Come up on the top. It's not It's not secret. Yeah. Mix it together. And then to start it burning, you can either use a garden sparkler or a bit of magnesium strip. And then it, it flashes up, gets really hot. And then there is the, the you're left with, basically, is a lump of steel at the end of it because it kind of makes kind of makes like a real bad grade of metal when it's finished. But, of course, because it gets really hot, that's useful. You can make a cup of tea really fast. Oh, yeah. Because I made a kettle where it uses thermite as a heating element. Right. So, and it was, I think it was 40 seconds it it boiled the kettle in, which is an improvement of about 20 on a normal kettle Mm. and about... 15 seconds faster than the, the jet kettle or something. So, I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah, I love my cup of tea. Can't be a cup of tea. If there's any way of making a cup of tea faster, I'm in for it. How do you take your tea? Oh, really milky. Yeah. Uh, used to be two sugars. Used to be three at one point, but I'm cutting down a little three bit. Three sugars? Yeah, well, you see, I'm, you know, I'm getting a bit older now. Yeah. You have to watch, yeah. watch your figure. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you're starting right. to carry it a little bit more yeah. if I'm not yeah. careful. So, I've cut right down. I did start to do no sugar, but I come down in the morning, I was like, this ain't life, Colin. No. Nah. You're going back to sugar. Live a little. Yeah. Live a little. If I'm can't. honest with you, what I do is I, I'm a bit of sweetener and a bit of sugar because sweetener just ain't right. No, sweet, but, sweetener's foul stuff. Yeah, but if I want a bit more kick, I want a bit of sugar. Yeah. If I want to top it up, I'll put a sweetener put in. Put a bit of sweetener in it. You don't feel quite so naughty, do you? It's like vaping. It's like vaping, you know. It's not, not really sugary. It's not a full sugar experience. It's just a little, you know, just, just extra a bit. bit of taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, really weak. I mean, everybody, because I made a cup of tea on one of my videos and I always put the milk in first, which everyone slated the hell out of me for. No, that's the proper way. Well, I do milk first because when you pour the uh, hot water in, you don't get a lot of lime scale form because yeah. yeah. it's a little bit colder. It won't make a stronger cup of tea, but I have weak tea, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you have it milky. So... Mm. So where can we find videos of you making uh, numerous ways to make a tea quickly and everything else that you've spoken about, yep. explosives, rocket launchers, all of that sort of stuff? Mainly on YouTube, uh, Colin Furs, all one word, and you spell my surname F-U-R-Z-E. Excellent. Which apparently, oh, well, I get told on every video in German, means fart. So, <laughs> so you're called I'm, Colin I'm quite, Fart. I'm Colin Fart in Germany, which is why I think Germany is my, my third most popular country. Because uh, they always think, oh, it's, uh, Mr. Uh, it's Colin Mr. Fart with the crazy inventions you are. <laughs> sort of thing. And they love all their engineering yeah, and stuff. So they, yeah. I mean, I think I've been on German TV more than I have England. You must be in like England, this wacky English. Pro- in England. Yeah. You must be this wacky professor to them. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, professor exactly, professor Fart. They've got to see Mr. Fart, yeah. Oh, you're crazy. That's wicked. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Um, so you make loads of stuff that blows up and you shoot stuff and there's fire coming out of it you must have like had a little slap on the wrist from the police at some point because you know it's fun stuff yeah I've had the old 5 around <laughs> back you know in uh, 2010 I think it was I, uh, I put a flamethrower on the back of a moped uh, which is a fantastic idea you know it was pretty cool but uh, yeah police didn't like that but uh I think it was mainly because the the photo got in all the papers mm. and the photo was me on a public road. I think if I'd have done it down a country lane or in my back garden, yeah, uh, you know, they may have looked at it but may have thought, oh, he's all right, he's in his back garden because mm. I think it was burning up the road with it. So, mm. you know, lessons learned and all. But I know the Stanford, Stanford police, they watch 
they watch my videos. Right. I went to pick up an Indian one night, and there was a load of them all waiting for a takeaway. And they and they just all all it was just questions. Oh, what about that thing? That's really cool. What are you doing now? What are you doing next? Right. And I forget. Yeah. You should have said flamethrower on a motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> See what they say. Yeah, very convenient. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the things I listed are were not weapon related at yeah. all. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, congratulations on the four million followers that you've well more than well surpassed on your YouTube channel at the moment. So, you know, looking at that four and a half soon. Yeah, well, I think we're on four point three three or something at the moment, which awesome. is all good. So yeah. it's it's amazing. It's a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah, man, and and uh, keep them coming, please, because they're they're absolutely awesome. Uh, and you've made a few X Men related or, or mutant and superhero related yeah things. i was thinking this is another one of the things I, I actually missed at the beginning so as well as the vehicles and the inventions and various yeah, and bobs, I, I tend to make i try to make things out of films and computer games as well and that could be either the uh, weapon related or just you know just interesting uh gadgets so yeah one of one of my main one of the things that really jumped my uh, channel forward was when i made some wolverine claws these fully automatic wolverine claws people just went mad for them because it was like it kind of brought me a new audience i guess because there was all like the the kind of comic people and the cosplay you know people that love all that stuff whereas you know rather than making things out of cardboard and lollipop sticks and things it was actually fully walk fully fully working metal wolverine claws that deployed and retracted back down your arm and you can imagine for a an x-men fan fan that's sorry that's just like oh yeah I've got to get me a set of them I mean we get a lot of emails for people trying to buy the Wolverine claws or the Assassin's Creed stuff yeah do you ever get I was going to say do people like do people hit you up and say yeah I love it can I have one of those please yeah or, loads you've got that in black you yeah. know you've got Wolverine claws but you know five instead of four <laughs> yeah you know, that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah unfortunately I don't sell anything I make alright so. good Good, good, rightly so. Um, so yeah, it was a, D- a DSX that that was the yeah. design that you yeah. was that apparently came on paper. Am I right? Yeah, that was it? Yeah, DSX. Yeah, DSX. And s- oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember the drawings yeah. actually. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I probably remember why the guy found yeah. them funny because they yeah. were quite. They were like the I don't know, like a five year old did them. I remember sending them off and said like you know. <laughs> I'm just sending you so you can kind of get an <laughs> idea of what I meant. Literally, they, yeah, yeah. I was they, I had a cup of tea with him about an hour ago and he literally yeah. went, Oh, you mean I call him first? He goes, <laughs> Mate. So we're in this really important meeting where we're discussing content and we're like, Yeah, the the, the blueprints, the schematics are coming through. <laughs> They're gonna show us exactly what what this what this <laughs> is gonna look like. And it, oh, <laughs> man. and it was a piece of paper that like, like we used to have scribbles and lollipop sticks in it yeah kind of it was <laughs> if you get if you look at things like there's a the beginning of the bunker project i go right this is the plan and i flip this chart around and literally it's like a, a, the worst picture of like a it's like a garden shed with a little person a stick man like stroking a cat in this little box and the the DSX one I sent was it was in very much the same theme as that and it was just some circles with some bits and little arrows with like rockets will deploy here and and things like that so I mean I did look at it and think you know is anybody who's non-practical gonna get what this is about you know sort of thing but well it clearly did the job because you know we ended up doing it so whoever in that room was signing the uh, document to say, yeah, this is worth pursuing. Well, was obviously impressed with the drawing. I think they're happy. And before I let you get out of here, um, Square Enix have got the rights for Marvel computer games. So uh, there might ah. be some more mutant-based stuff coming along from there. So, you know, well, if you're never falling out of anyone, they know where you live. They know where I am. Yeah, yeah just look for the... Uh, well, no, listen. 
<laughs> for all of the grinding of metal and stuff getting put together. But thank you very much for coming and killing some time with us. That's all right. It's all good. All good fun. Yeah, man. And look forward to seeing more of your stuff on Top Gear and also on your YouTube channel yeah. as well. Thanks for listening. He's a nice guy, that Colin Furs. Make sure you check him out on his YouTube channel. We will put links in the show description to his YouTube channel. And um, I think, well, I'm going to put this out there. You Really, I shouldn't put this out there before we've published the episode, but we might be able to find that bit of paper that Colin was talking about that he scribbled on. And uh, we'll put that up on Twitter and stuff so you can kind of see what a Colin Furs blueprint looks like. Uh, anyway, there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. You can check us out at howtokillanhour.com. Listen to all of our shows there on whatever device you have. Also, check us out on social media at howtokillanhour on everything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I've been Marcus Bronzy. There's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. 